Welcome to Dog Cancer Answers, where we help you help your dog with cancer. I'm James Jacobson. Joining us are the authors of the book, The Dog Cancer Survival Guide, Dr. Damian Dressler and Dr. Susan Edinger. One of the cancers that you talk about in the Dog Cancer Survival Guide are mammary tumors. <clears throat> Dr. Dressler, I'll start with you first. Um, if a dog has been diagnosed with mammary tumors, what is it that the guardian may be seeing? The most common way a mammary tumor shows up is the exact same way that a breast cancer shows up in a woman and that is with a growth in the mammary gland. We don't usually think about breasts in dogs because it's a human term. However, dogs' mammary glands are exactly that, they're breasts. And instead of having one pair, the canine species has five pairs, there's a total of 10. And every once in a while, there'll be an added one here or there and maybe one missing here or there in a given dog, but usually around 10. And the mammary tumor first shows up as a bump. And this is a bump that many times can be under the skin within the mammary uh, gland itself, which is around the nipple. And the best way to feel those is by very gently massaging, actually gently squeezing or pinching the mammary gland itself. And you can often feel them inside the gland as a firm nodule, sometimes if they're small, a little BB, and other times if they're larger, you can even see them on the surface of the skin, and in worst cases, they're big, angry, and inflamed. Dr. Ettinger, your thoughts on mammary tumors? I think it's important to realize that mammary tumors is a very treatable cancer in dogs. As Dr. Dressler points out, just you know, feeling your dog along their belly is a really important for early detection to find these. And then there are some general guidelines in general, about 50% are benign and 50% are malignant. And even the malignant aggressive ones, 50% of those will be cured with just surgery alone. So 75% of dogs with mammary cancer with just surgery is all they're gonna need. They have a nice, good, adequate wow. surgery. And I think that's important um, is to know that it's a very treatable cancer in the majority of dogs. Dr. Dressler, what are your thoughts on treatment options for mammary cancer? I think uh, the surgery is important. Uh, this brings up an interesting topic which has to do with spaying and, and a dog that has been diagnosed with mammary cancer, recent evidence shows now, it went back and forth, but the most recent sort of trend seems to be that spaying a dog who has mammary cancer later in life may be beneficial. We also need to, uh, I believe in those cases, limit exposure if we can to red meat. If we use the human data, red meat is a, a risk factor high f and uh, we need to limit the exposure exposure to, to dietary carcinogens, improve the diet, and also, of course, throw in some supplements uh, that can help, uh, hopefully, uh, decrease the development of new mammary cancers uh, in the future. So I think using all of the different tools that we have in our toolbox with these cancers uh, is very, very critical to have the best, longest life with our dogs. There is a tremendous amount of information on mammary cancer in the Dog Cancer Survival Guide. And I want to thank both of you veterinarians for joining us today. Dr. Ettinger in New York and Dr. Dressler in Hawaii, thank you. Thank, thank you. you. For more information on dog cancer, visit dogcancervet.com. Is artificial intelligence going to change veterinary medicine? 
Well, it already has. Right now, on Dog Cancer Answers, we're speaking with Dr. Kelly Deal of Morris Animal Foundation about how AI is impacting veterinary research and the practice of medicine itself. That's on Dog Cancer Answers. Get it wherever you get your podcasts or at dogcancer.com slash podcast. <laughs>